0: Read, read books with sticky, sweet romance and with women men who jump into your pants.
1: Welcome to Romance That
0: with Alice and Matt.
1: As a real-life couple, we have fun with reading and reviewing romance books.
0: Join us as we get into the mood for, for books, that, that is. Welcome to Romance That with Alice and Matt. This is our first podcast. Thank you for listening uh, to our first episode. And uh, this is a podcast that has to do with romance writing and romance book reviews.
1: There's one romance book and two people read it and then they review it.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Those two people are us. Those I'm Matthew <laughs> and
1: I'm Alice. And we're we, married. We to are married.
0: Other. We've been married for how long now? Oh, 16 years. So long. <laughs> 2004.
1: 2004. Okay. We've we, been together for 20.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> I know we're so old. We feel old.
1: <laughs> no, we're not. We're, we're,
0: no we're, not. We're, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. We're young and we're 30. <laughs> we're 30. So point is well what is the point of this
1: i think we wanted to do something besides be parents <laughs> <laughs> well or our jobs
0: you are a huge romance book uh fan, fan. yes and,
1: and it's a big part of my life
0: it is you wrote yes. a book yes you've gone to writing conventions you've been really kind of immersed in the romance landia online culture and i kind of absorb a lot of that peripherally. Why don't you talk to us about why you like romance novels so much? I
1: like romance novels. Okay, so the reason I like romance novels is because you're guaranteed a happily ever after. They tend to be uplifting, depending on the era that you read it. In general, they have a lot of sexual equality, and they make me happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They do make you happy.
1: I'm guaranteed, almost universally guaranteed, to not be angry at the book. I've read a lot of books where I'll get to the end and I've thrown it across
0: the room. Yes, I was there for that. <laughs> and what book was that you threw?
1: A uh, by uh, Charlotte Bronte. It was very disappointing.
0: <laughs> I remember I remember that afternoon. It just flew like some kind of malformed paper bat and it hit the closet door and fell That's with a thud. So bad. You were so you were so angry.
1: Anyway, I, I like lots of different kinds of books, but if I need to be cheered up, if I just want to escape, I read romance novels. If I want reality, I read the news.
0: I am a, a media producer by profession, and um, I've been getting really into podcasts, so I thought it would be something fun to do. And the angle of this podcast is, in case you're wondering, is Alice gives me a book to read, a romance book to read, and I read it and I'm not a romance book fan, so I'm coming at this a little bit from the outside. So I read it and we talk about it.
1: With that in mind, let's get to our book.
0: So let's get into it. Uh, our first book, I'd like to pitch the story behind this.
1: Yes, let's see how you do.
0: It was Valentine's Day, 2020. Oh right, And like story. a good husband, I went down to the drugstore the day before <laughs> and got a bunch of trivial things for Valentine's Day from my beloved wife. Not the least of which was a five foot rose, which I did get from a grocery store. But anyway, uh, while I was in uh, Walgreens, I saw this book called Hunting for a Highlander by Lindsay Sands. And all I knew was that it was A, a romance book, and B, has this strapping young man leaning against a tree, brooding through his long hair. And the With a kilt. With a kilt. A castle in the distance. No shirt. And the sunset gleaming off his abs.
1: <laughs> All eight of them. All eight of them.
0: <laughs> Boom. Anyway, so uh, I knew that this couldn't go wrong.
1: So this is your version of what I you thought I would like for a book to read.
0: Well, my version, uh, yeah. I, I picked the one that had the steamiest cover, <laughs> which was this one. Right? Um but speaking of versions, what do you mean, versions?
1: What do you mean, versions? Well, I mean- There was a couple in the book.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> ver- ver- versions?
1: Well, <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, you. you know I like romance novels. You haven't really read very many that I've read. So you were going by what you thought I would like, and you figured, a Highlander, brooding, shirtless. This must be what she likes. Yes,
0: yes, it is. Um, but as we'll get into, that's not necessarily the case with all books, right? <laughs> it's it's like it's like going to when there used to be record stores, and like saying, it's "Hey, like, what's what's good for her? rock and roll?" <laughs> Parents, and they give you
1: what rock and roll do the kids like? Exactly. These days? My
0: mother did that for me. Right? <laughs> she went to the store and she said, "I don't know. My son likes Metallica and Guns and Roses." And the clerk gave her Hootie and the Blowfish. Hey. Right? <laughs>
1: they, have, so, they have one good song, right?
0: Name it. <laughs> I don't Sing remember. it. I can't. Or we're not talking about Hootie and the Blowfish. No
1: offense to Hootie no and the Blowfish offense, fans. No offense. Very
0: successful band. More successful in music than I will ever be. Point being, not all parts of a genre of any medium are created equal. Right. Therefore, and that's
1: not to say I didn't like the book.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. So, speaking of which... We uh we do have kind of a
1: we have a rating system. We do have kind
0: of a rating system that we're going to be going through here. So what it is is we we rate the passion of of the couple, which is, you know, how how passionate, how hot and sexy we felt like their relationship was. And then we also and, and that's five, you know, that's up to five fires. And then we have uh, the hugs rating. And the hugs rating uh,
1: it's how we like them as people and as like a couple as... together.
0: Yeah. Are they a cute couple? Are they going to yeah. work? Do we see this lasting past the sex part?
1: Well, I just, whether or not I look back on them fondly.
0: And then the overall rating, which is just about the entire book, the the, the yeah. experience, the writing, the plot, the characters, all of that. I did take some notes about this book, but getting right into it, why don't you go ahead and take me through this book?
1: So why don't you take me through this book, since this is your first experience with a romance novel. What's the book about?
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) What's the book about? Okay. So the book is about Geordie Buchanan. Now, you can say it's about Geordie Buchanan, but it's also equally about Dwyn Innes. Dwyn, as it says on the back cover, Lady Dwyn feels utterly out of place among the eligible women who've descended upon Buchanan Keep, vying for the attention of the last unmarried brothers. So... She and her family with a bunch of other uh, eligible brides have descended upon the Buchanan um, yes. homestead Yes. because he's supposed because to get married. Because his
1: sister-in-law need to... wants him to
0: shack up with someone. Right. I guess. I don't know why that's important. But, uh, but we got to get the book moving somehow.
1: Stability. Also, there wouldn't be a romance novel.
0: Y- yeah. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> we got to get the book moving.
1: <laughs> and Jordy doesn't know that this is happening. He doesn't. He comes home visiting one of his brothers who just got married there's like six or seven of them
0: yes as as the book continues on the back after weeks away geordie buchanan returns to find his home swarming with potential brides thanks to his loving but interfering family but one last in particular draws his attention from the moment he spies her climbing a tree
1: that's right how it begins it is he doesn't actually realize that the house is swarming with women yet
0: I don't no, think. he no. He falls asleep. He he comes home, every, and every,
1: late. Everyone's asleep. He doesn't know why his I bedroom. I don't can't know if he was drunk
0: it. or what. I don't know if he was out partying, but he just slept in the orchard. Yeah. And then he wakes up, and he sees this blonde busty woman climbing uh, a tree in her dress, climbing a tree. Yeah. And then that's and then he goes and, and talks. Well, she's hiding from.
1: She's hiding from some other. One. He sees the other woman. Right. Looking for her and talking smack about her behind her back.
0: Well, they call her Winnie.
1: Yeah, so because it's,
0: she she's... has a horse face, is what they're saying, right? That's, <laughs> yeah, <it>. that's
1: <laughs> such Right. Really so it she's she's
0: trying, she's trying to hide out like from these effort. couple of bitches. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I liked this part. You did. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I, I'm going to preface this by saying that I kind of liked. I felt like I knew. I definitely knew what I was getting into reading a book. Um, let's not forget that I have been a. I did briefly have a. I was knee deep in romance right. writing for you a worked long on time. The movie. I worked on the Laurie Kahn film uh, Love Between the Covers, uh, Netflix, which you can see, which is a great documentary on um, the romance world. R- romance writing world.
1: So my overall rating.
0: Okay, so give me your overall rating.
1: So I give it three hearts. Okay. I would have given it fewer hearts because it's not really my cup of tea as a book. I, I really appreciate your effort in trying to find a book that I would like. It's got a lot going for it, though. And even though it wasn't really my cup of tea for a book, I really liked some of the action. There were some very surprising parts that I, really very surprising, (laughs) I wasn't expecting. Mm -hmm. There were some very funny parts.
0: Mm -hmm. There were.
1: Dwin's really funny, I think. She's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, She and a priest have a really silly time together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All tied up. (laughs) Um, But I don't like, I'm not a fan of females getting pitted against each other. I, you know, of women, you know, downgrading other women based on their looks. There was a and funny
0: part about that, which the author describes, uh, where she describes the other female guests were a bunch of catty Bampots.
1: Yeah, right? Right? Yeah, I don't
0: which I, thought was, which I thought was a great description. So it's a great, that's why. Thank you, Lindsay Sands.
1: Yeah, that's why it's a, you know, it's well written. It's fun. It's got f- funny descriptive words in it. It's got... She used the word pillowcock in a fun way.
0: Pill-a-cock, it was used a lot. It was, Literally but... and figuratively. <laughs> was a lot of Quite pill- a lot. A lot of pillocock usage. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and I liked, I, I liked her word. I liked the way she writes. I just didn't like the story as much as I've liked other stories.
0: This is my first Lindsay Sands book. And I did a little research on Lindsay Sands, who seems to be very accomplished. Uh, very she's written a lot of books
1: and this is just you know one of many in right. i'm assuming the buchanan series because there's so many brothers and they have a sister
0: well i didn't And quite, they all show up yeah i didn't realize that going into it yeah right i didn't i just didn't open up the look in the inside cover and see that there are seven other books here <laughs> but it you was it was, was kind of uh, no you don't and that's the great thing about the way this book is written is you can jump into it at any point yeah um you don't have to start at some kind of chronological order. Uh, I suppose you could. I'm, I'm sure it's designed that way. But it was still enjoyable on its own. But yeah. it was clear to me the way that she was writing a lot of these other supporting characters that were coming in. That they were obviously characters they all have, from other books. Yeah, they all have
1: their own because stories. Because she had very
0: trademark things about them. You know, right. like there was this woman with an English accent. And then there was yeah. this woman who branched a sword and rode a horse and had short hair. Like right. there are these all very distinguished characters distinguishable and There's characters. a brother
1: who's a doctor.
0: Yeah. Whereas the the bunch of catty bampots didn't get this kind of <laughs> distinction. No. Right? They're pretty dismissible.
1: They're just this girl and that girl.
0: <laughs> so I have read passages from romance novels before, mainly because I wasn't really interested in the story as a whole. I was just interested in uh, the sex parts of it. <laughs> right? Right. And I expected this book to have heaving bosom and, like, glistening shaft i expected right. those words to show up they didn't no they didn't um there were some things that did show up i will say that i feel like the themed word of this book for me is growled
1: well like i've said you need to get used to that word if you're going to be reading romance
0: yes geordie <laughs> buchanan growled at every opportunity <laughs> he either growled passionately in into the Dwin's neck or he <laughs> growled uh, at somebody else who was <laughs> threatening to disrespect or inconvenience Dwin or he growled into uh, her nether regions or something like that. A lot of growling. So I don't know if all the Buchanan men growl like this all the time, but that's the theme. I like
1: you can assume they do.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, don't most men? You're always growling. Get me my dinner, woman.
0: What? (laughs) We're cutting that. That's getting cut.
1: But my point is, is that that is not an uncommon thing that men do in romance novels.
0: So I believe it. I believe it. But it it happened. Like the word "growled" happened a lot on the page, which is what what is the theme of this book for me. For me,
1: it was not growling because I just overlook growling at this point. (laughs) so used to it at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are. It
1: was nipple uh. because I feel like we got our first nip slip in the first, what, five pages? Less?
0: Uh, Two pages? It was in the first, probably the first five. I it thought- was really,
1: really common for Dwyn's nipples to pop out of her dress. It was a way her sisters were trying to get her to get a man. Was It worked, was to have her wear very low-cut, Two tight dresses, and her nips, her nipples would just pop out of them all the time. At dinner, in the garden, climbing trees, having conversations, picking flowers.
0: It did happen. I think. I think there was a point <laughs> when
1: she fell on the glass.
0: Wasn't? Didn't it happen during a fight?
1: It happened. Literally I think there was an action sequence, time.
0: and I think there was some allusion to. She didn't have time to think if her nipples were exposed <laughs> or her nipples had popped out of the top of her dress.
1: Too busy trying to Too busy. save Jordy's life. Right. Jordy's life? Jordy. Jordy's whatever. life. Yeah. So that's my theme for the book because that definitely struck me.
0: So your theme word is nipple and mine is growled. We're off to a great start with this book. We're off to <laughs> so a great start. far. What was your overall rating? Right. So my overall rating for this book was a four out of oh. five. See your
1: first one. That's yeah, nice
0: because I enjoyed it. Yes, it was fun, which leads me to my next rating, which is the hugs rating. The hugs rating is about the couple. So I gave the couple of Dwin and Jordy. Uh, I gave them four.
1: Yes, I gave them four too.
0: Yeah, because well, the same page. I felt Dwin was more interesting.
1: She's very interesting.
0: She's she's more fun. Uh, Jordy, I, I I was tempted to give them a five but not. Jordy brought it down
1: a little bit because
0: yeah. he's one of seven brothers and
1: he, I don't know anything special about him really.
0: Yeah. At this point, I don't know if there's anything special. He really about likes him.
1: Dwin's nipples.
0: He does. <laughs> right. Her, her bosom's the best. Right. And he just likes, you know,
1: I like Jordy because he likes Dwin and Dwin is a good character mm. and I enjoyed her and she was funny and uh, creative um, and how to get out of sticky situations and could be, you know, serious but silly. And he yeah. really appreciate that. That's why I like Jordy.
0: I'm not going to say he's a stereotypical male hero, but...
1: <sighs> kind of. I mean, he kind of is. He's not domineering, which is nice.
0: No, because this is a romance, and it's a larger point, because this is a romance novel from 2019, you know, it's a little, It's it's a lot more woke. than, say, a romance novel from 40 years ago.
1: Right. So that brings me to the reason why I didn't give it a four overall, which is the fire rating, Mm. which is how passionate and sexy it is. And for me, it was just a two.
0: A two out of five?
1: Out of five. Ooh. Because personally, and not everybody's like this, some people will pick this book up and say, oh, this is great. They're getting to it right away. They really like each other right away. There's not a lot of angst. You know, there's not a lot of, like, longing. But I love longing in a book. I love it to be pushed out a little bit. I'm okay people having a sexual encounter early on, but it it still needs to have a buildup to it. And these guys just really liked each other right away and got on each other's pants pretty quick. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, there wasn't, for me, the buildup, is as important as the result of the sexual encounter. It makes for me the sexual encounter more passionate. Okay. okay. So I don't even remember any of their sex scenes. I don't even remember how any of them started, except for there was one sexual encounter in a tree.
0: Well, it was fun. They they the, the tree was a theme. There was
1: some peach juice flowing in another.
0: Yeah, there was the there was a symbolic peach eating happening. Yes. On the blanket. Yes. And then, Which is fun. but they did meet in a tree, and they had this kind of animal magnetism that happened in the tree, right? And then they met in a tree again in the dark. Yes, yeah, she likes
1: climbing in trees. She does.
0: She does. <laughs> She's and, just a tree climber. Yeah, and she he just, has no
1: problem going up after her. No,
0: no, he
1: yeah. It's a good view.
0: He got it up in the tree. <laughs> but then, um, I, I mean, I do remember a couple of those, their sex scenes probably because i haven't read as many romance books as you right so
1: so i have other sex scenes to compare them to mm-hmm. and so you know that's good everyone has their favorites and you can have your favorites And maybe Lindsay sands will be one of your favorites
0: maybe who knows maybe uh so what
1: did you rate it for fire
0: oh the passion rating i gave it four four fires out of five fires okay great right mm-hmm. because they were pretty hot for each other But what was holding it back from five was I was kind of expecting more explicit sex acts.
1: Oh, no, that's about it. That's about about what it is. That's about what it is.
0: Okay. I know we're we're treading a line here. We're not reading erotica. We're we're treading a line here between (laughs) erotica and like porn and romance. I
1: mean, you've got the word pillowcock. That's pretty good for explicitness. Right,
0: right. That's what we get for for men's. That's what we get for men's sex organs is pillowcock. For women's, is we get heat.
1: Yeah, her hot he,
0: core. He, he drove into her heat. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. That's as close as there's we come an, to describing it.
1: There's a whole array, a rainbow. There's a rainbow of how sexual encounters are described. And for me, it's not explicit that matters. It's the passion that mm-hmm. matters. And mm-hmm descriptions of body parts don't matter as much to me and this didn't have a lot
0: you're right it it didn't but it did Center on Dwyn's breasts quite a bit she's she's busty and we can't get away from that
1: no I mean it's like boom.
0: no one seemed to want to get away from it either
1: (laughs) everybody liked him
0: everybody liked him I had an experiment which was how many mentions of breasts popping out of the dress right and I was reading in the first chapter and I gave up at six and because you, you wisely <laughs> told me to stop counting because if I started counting I'm not going to enjoy the book.
1: Right. It's right? going to take you and out you of it. And you were right.
0: You were absolutely right <laughs> that I didn't need to count how many times Geordie growled. I didn't need to count how many times her nipples popped out of the top of her dress and how right. and how she had a low cut dress. Um, and I don't and we talked about this a bunch and I don't make, mean to make this uh, you know seem like the center of the book This is what we're hung up on. But, I'm
1: not hung up on it. Geordie was.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I think that was kind of the idea. Uh, but I gave this a, a, a passion rating of four. Uh, my overall rating of four, one of the things I liked about this book was that it was, it was fun to read. There was some action in it. You know, not that I was really expecting action. And I think that's what I was pleasantly surprised with, which was there was some skullduggery. There was some betrayal. There was some
1: abductions. Be-
0: abductions. Um, there Double was a crossing. rescue, and then you had the heroine, and then when she was she was trapped at the end with the uh, the priest, and you had this kind of it switched tones into this kind of comedy of errors, with with the priest. It got to be really
1: it was pretty heavy, and then we had a comical chapter, yeah, and then it got heavy again. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember reading that chapter with the priest where she's at the end, she's stuck in the tent with the priest. She has to get into all these contorted and awkward positions with him because she's tied to him.
1: It's very silly.
0: It is silly. And I remember thinking, wait, this book has switched tones. Uh, This chapter has has definitely switched tones from previously, which we were sure that Dwyn was just going to get murdered and raped by a hundred (laughs) men.
1: Yeah.
0: So uh, I I wasn't sure
1: of that at all.
0: (laughs) That's that's, well, that—that that was the you idea. You haven't read
1: enough romance novels yeah, yeah. to know I mean, that it, ha- it wasn't going to happen.
0: It wasn't going to happen, but it could have. But I went along with it. It was, it was right there. Hey, I suspended <laughs> my disbelief.
1: I—I I liked that whole sequence. I thought it was—it was fun to see how she got out of it. It was fun to see her standing up to her captors. It was fun to see what she'd done to her captors in the first place to make them want to capture her. And mm-hmm. she—I mean, she really. Gave that guy. I think it's probably the worst wound ever in a book I've ever read. We're not going to say what it is, but it was pretty shocking what she did to that guy earlier, you know, in the narration of the story.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, you remember? Yeah. Oh, I know. I know what it is. He had had a run in with her before and it didn't end it well for did him. did not
1: end well for him And all. he
0: decided to take it out on her for the rest of his miserable life. <laughs>
1: Okay, so my least favorite part was the nipples.
0: That was your least favorite part?
1: Yeah, I just didn't like it as a plot device. Okay. But my favorite part was probably also a bad part for many readers. It's when Jordy got a very surprising wound uh, because it was so surprising. I said to myself, how can they recover from this? And then Dwin had to rescue him, essentially. And it was a very high-intensity scene.
0: Yeah, it was very high stakes. I will it was agree. high stakes. The whole that,
1: book turned for me at that moment.
0: Yes. That's when I realized that this just wasn't a bunch of, of uh, nipple-oggling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we, we did have uh, some real mortal danger, and we had yeah. some things for the heroine to overcome for her lover.
1: Right. And so... I think depending on what kind of book people like, I could definitely easily recommend this to people because it's got so many good parts and such nice language that and such a sweet couple that you know, I could feel confident saying that somebody if they if they if it's the kind of thing that they like where they don't like a lot of angst or they don't or they don't care about that part of it or they don't like a huge build up, then I can be like you probably like it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you liked it.
0: I did like it. I am not a romance book reader, right? And I read it. I thought it was. I thought it was a fun read. Um, yeah. I remember it fondly, and that's it. Yeah, it, it did its job and it did it adequately. All right. So for my <laughs> least favorite part of the book, there was a subplot going on with with Katie and Jordy, um, and I didn't really like that. I felt like it was. It was a little tacked on you know um i understand the thread that she was trying to the author was trying to make from from you know what happened with jordy's uh past to how it connected to the present right but at the same time i felt like you know the whole uh adage of, of women supporting each other right i felt like this just didn't add up didn't add up in a kind of way that was positive of, of women supporting each so, other it
1: was so poisonous
0: I I wasn't buying it,
1: but what was your favorite part?
0: My favorite part, hmm, the sex scene parts is my favorite okay. parts. All right, yeah, because and that's good. I mean, that's the goal. A lot of the books that I read are action or suspense. Yeah, based. you don't
1: get endless pages of sex,
0: right? It's so great. You, so you don't get that, and so I guess I was just kind of pleasantly surprised. Also, it was like, oh, this is what women like to read. <laughs> Like Not to... all
1: women, but a lot.
0: Right. They like to... <laughs> Enough to make a billion dollar industry. Exactly. They, they want to read about Half of the Ever After. And then while that's happening, they want to be, you know, have their heat thrust into and their peaches ate for hours and all that stuff.
1: And don't forget the multiple orgasms.
0: I don't think that happened in this book, did it? No,
1: like we've had more than one though. I mean, she had one on like page 20 or 30 at least.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't remember that part.
1: Well, right after the peach.
0: I'm I'm a man. What do I What do I care? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: next time you say that, growl it. Okay, <laughs> and then you'll be accurate to how men are. So for our next book, so this was a book that you found for me.
0: So this was the first book that we're basing our podcast on. I gave it to you for Valentine's Day. You read it. I right. read it. We're making a podcast. Making and a podcast. So the other part of this podcast is once we review the book. Alice gives me another book to read.
1: And so I think you base this off of the kind of book that I've said is my favorite book, which my favorite book was my first book, my first romance I ever read. And this is our next book that you're going to be reading. And it's called The Prize by Julie Garwood. I read it when I was 14 or 15. It blew my mind. I had never read anything like it. I didn't know books like this existed. And it changed my life forever. So that's what you're going to be reading
0: next. I am flattered. This has been fun, dear. I'm glad we could talk about this book.
1: So until next time, if you're feeling down, you need to pick me up. Just stick some romance in that.
0: With Alice and Matt.